Welcome to IABC's podcast, The Voice, for marketers, communicators, and creative professionals everywhere. Brought to you by Media Style. This episode hosted by Alexandra Reed. Welcome to another episode of The Voice. I'm Alexandra Reed, and joining me today on Skype is Amber Nasland. Amber, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Hi, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, so you are a well-known personality online, but perhaps you could just take uh, just a brief moment to introduce yourself to the audience and, uh, and perhaps bring them up to speed on some of your most recent activities. Sure, no problem. So like you said, I'm Amber Nasland. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, at Amber Cadabra. And my day job is that I am the president and partner of Sidera Works. We are a social business consulting firm. And a lot of people online probably know me from my former role where I was the VP of social strategy for Radian 6, which is now part of Salesforce.com. So I've been part of the social sphere, I would say now, for um, six, seven years. And I've been in the online space for probably most of my career. Uh, I've been following your blog for a long while, and uh, one of the things I've always admired is your excellent storytelling abilities. Your writing is it's, it's colorful, it's thoughtful, it's descriptive, and yet it's also so clear and concise. Um, it it's really is a cut above uh, even some of the best blogs that I've come across well, for this specific reason. Um, you know how to grip an audience in, and you know how to hold them in, and, and in doing so, you keep them on your site longer, uh, fringe benefit, and encourage them to come back again and again. I'm a case in point on, on that. Um, so in case uh, you haven't already guessed, today's podcast is on the art of storytelling. I'm hoping uh, Amber can uh, share how she manages to do it so well and some of the results she's experienced from, uh, from great storytelling. Does that all sound good to you, Amber? Yeah, sounds great. I, I, I'm going to hire you for my PR, too. <laughs> Uh, so first, I'd like to know about your personal creative process. Uh, how do you find the time in your busy career to think deeply about a subject and consistently craft the beautiful pieces that are, are on your blog today? Uh, I think there's a couple of things. One is that I spend time writing every day. And I think you'll hear that advice a lot from writers. But writing consistently is, even if you never publish it, I think is something, a, di a discipline you really need to develop. And for me, it's also been... Um, I write in, in waves. So sometimes I'll have two or three things that are working in my head at one time. And I might sit down and start or draft three or four or five pieces at once if I'm feeling the mojo. And then I may not write again for another couple of days um, nearly at that level. So I tend to write in fits and starts that may or may not work for everybody. But um, I'm sort of a thinker by nature, which means like a lot of people, I get my ideas in the shower. And I, I have definitely written a couple on the wall with my daughter's bathtub crayons uh, in the past. Whenever you need an idea, um, you, you can't always have the luxury of having something to write with. <laughs> but really, I, I don't know if there's so much of a process with me as there is um, the consistent, I know I need to sit down and do it. And if you actually pay attention to my blog over the years, I it goes in waves. So I don't write every day and I don't, well, I should say I don't publish every day. And I don't necessarily think that that's uh, required, but some people disagree with me on that. But I, I really just, I think it's important to sit down at the keyboard every day and crank out some words because it's the only way in my thought process to get things on paper 
and in a concrete form that I can work with. The exact same way. Um, do you stick to an editorial calendar at all? I mean, how do you come up with how do how do you come up with uh, with story ideas every every day besides brainstorming and. I mean, do you look online? I do, um, but I don't. I don't really have a, a disciplined process. I do not use an editorial calendar. Um, I did when I was in a in a role where I was managing a lot of different content, but um, I don't. I don't use one in my pra- in my personal practice. What tends to happen is I'll read something, or I'll observe a conversation, or I'll see another piece of content, and it'll inspire particular thoughts or angles. And obviously, we do a lot of work with clients in the in the social business space. So, just my day to day exposure to what businesses are doing, um, I tend to go to the what problems are these companies having, and focus a lot of my writing around those solutions. So, right now, we have the Sidera Works blog that's focused around more social business issues, and then my Brass Tech Thinking blog is a lot about career development and personal development and. Obviously, that's something I have a lot of personal experience with owning a business and having worked in startups and all that kind of stuff. So it's really a matter of I capture inspiration when I can find it. Evernote is my very best friend. And I scribble down draft ideas. Uh, I must have hundreds of drafts in my folder right now. Some will get written. Some will never get touched again. But uh, always be capturing ideas, I guess, is my best advice. What are some of the results that you've seen from taking a more thoughtful approach to content creation? I think um, results is sort of an interesting term because a lot of people look at results in terms of shares or clicks or um, comments. And the more thoughtful the writing, I, I, I tend to see the the less spread it gets. But part of the result for me personally is that one of my favorite writers, her name is Joan Didion. She has a quote that says, uh, I write to discover what I think. And that's very much about the process for me. So I often come up with blog posts because I want to know what my answer would be. So I work through that process in the uh, in the writing process. But from a business process standpoint, my clients and prospective clients too can see my ability to reason through a complex issue or to tackle a potentially messy problem. And I think from a business development standpoint for my B2B company, it's much more important to show my clients that I'm capable of writing more than just Twitter tips um, that I that I've got a critical thinking, strategic approach to business that could benefit them. Uh, From what I've seen in in my comparably young career, uh, telling a good story that engages an audience while furthering business goals is, it's one of the more challenging activities for an organization because it requires a balance between its promotion and genuine human expression. Uh, Is this your experience? I mean, you're, you're touching on that in your previous answer, but how do you, uh, how do you uh, manage to navigate this business slash creative process? I think it's something, frankly, that a lot of companies overthink. We try to get too much in this marketing mindset of how do I tell this story to my prospective customer or my target demographic, instead of just capturing what's happening around you and talking about it in a really straightforward way. I just, I really think a lot of businesses tend to overthink the the storytelling ethos and trying so hard to to make it perfect and packaged. And that's exactly the opposite, I think, of what most people need and want. Um, you know, the term humanizing business has become very popular right now. And to me, being human is not about being polished and perfect. It's about being accessible. And we want to see some of the 
rough and tumble side of businesses that aren't necessarily so manicured and polished. So to me, storytelling is, I'm not going to use the dreaded word authenticity, but story storytelling to me is really about handing the reins over to showing what's actually happening in your business, your employees, what are your customers doing? Not everything has to be a marketing pitch and not everything has to have some call to action. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody that's going to argue with me about that one. But, you know, I think sometimes the end doesn't always have to justify the means. There is intrinsic value in showing what happens in your company as a whole. And I think maybe if we lay off the strategic throttle a little bit sometimes and just focus on illuminating why our customers and our and our prospects do business with us will be in much better shape. As organizations go through this process and they want to express um, from their employees' perspectives, um, they want to showcase what they do well and also be honest and, and on all those good things um, to provide value to their audience, but in a way that doesn't put them on a pedestal and, 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 and make them seem plasticky. But a lot of the times they, they just lack the strong writers, the creative thinkers, and the media producers to get the job done. Do you have recommendations here, uh, uh, whether that includes employees going to creative writing camp, uh, outsourcing, pulling in guest bloggers? Uh, what are your suggestions? I think it's probably a little bit of, of all of those things. I personally believe that now the profile of the kinds of talent we need to look for is changing pretty dramatically. And I think writing is becoming this pervasive skill that that really can't be ignored because it touches so many areas. So I think part of it is developing people. If you have them on your staff, um, developing writing skills is kind of a core professional development requirement, no matter what somebody's role, because written communication is still so critically important. And I think even more so now because of the social web. The second piece is you have to be willing to invest in people who who do this well. If you're going to say that that content is something that you want to capitalize on as a business, just like any other business decision, you need to be willing to invest capital, time, resources toward that goal. So that might mean having dedicated content teams and media producers and people who understand how to refine some of the raw material they get from elsewhere in the organization and help align it all in a very cohesive way that stacks up against business goals. So I think it's a bit of both. You've got to be willing to invest, but also develop the talent that you uh, that you already have and emphasize how important it is for everyone to be a good communicator today. Today, uh, well, the online conversation seems to be revolving around uh, this whole idea of creating contextual content. Does this mean anything to you? Um, I mean, you're saying that you, it, I mean, the, the, the creative process is kind of free flowing, but do you take any steps to ensure your content is consistently relevant to your audience? Always. Um, I think I, I write for several different projects of my own. And I think most people who struggle with content development do so because they're trying to be all things to all people. And in fact, Tighter focus at first, I think, is a better way to establish uh, content development discipline and give yourself uh, easier guide rails to work within to say, okay, this fits what my audience, what I know my audience needs from me. And as a business, whether that's how you solve their business problems or as customers, how, how your product or service improves their lives, those kinds of narrow focus things actually really help. And trying to be all over the map is actually, I think, a recipe for 
overwhelm as opposed to better and more consistent content focus. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today, Amber. Uh, your, your answers have just been tremendously valuable to me and I'm sure our audience as well. How can people find you, uh, learn more about you and connect with you? Well, like I said earlier, you can find me on Twitter if you're the Twitter type, but at Amber Cadabra. My company is Sidera Works, S-I-D-E-R-A at works.com. And of course, my other blog that I write on uh, most often is brasstackthinking.com. And for those of you who haven't met me, my name is Alexandra Reed again. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well at TechAlley um, or at socialgroup.com. And thank you so much for tuning in and have a great day. You've been listening to the podcast of the International Association of Business Communicators, produced in Ottawa at MediaStyle. For more information, visit ottawa.iabc.com.